Hello, everyone, and welcome to Train Station at 8. And as always, we've saved you a seat. Uh, it's a new week. Uh, we have some new music to talk about, and uh, we have a new guest here, too. So that's exciting. Um, as usual, it's just it's just me, me, Stephen, hosting, along with Brian, the old co-host. I your humility. Yeah. Oh, you know, we have to we have we have to keep humble. Yeah. Um, or guests will abandon us and never come back on the show. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's our motto. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Whoa, who's that? I think it was Rich Vreeland, aka Disaster Piece, but I could be completely mistaken. It was me. Oh, oh good. Well, <laughs> sure, Rich. <laughs> Can I come out now? Yeah, absolutely. Come out of the closet. closet. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. Well, we're very happy to have you here, Rich. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Yeah, my pleasure. Happy to be here. Uh, so, hey, how about you give everyone listening a quick rundown of, of who you are in case they don't already know. My name is Rich Vreeland. I write music under the name Disasterpiece. I have mostly been writing music for video games for the past decade or so. Um, I scored the game Fez, which you may or may not know. And last year, I scored my first feature film, which was called It Follows. Nice. Excellent. Is it, um, is it weird that, or do you ever get people who know you best from Cat Astrophy? That has never, ever happened. <laughs> it happened for the first time. Then. Wow. <laughs> that soundtrack probably uh, more than any of your others. Um, That's so awesome to hear. Yeah, it's like I love I love the theme for that game and uh and the probably the second thing I know you for really well. I mean, I've I've heard of Fez, I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. Um so I know of you by name and that, but the other thing I really love is you worked on one of uh Jimmy Henson's songs for Imposter Nostalgia. Oh, that's Yeah, that's I cool. uh I wrote a solo while I was at Disney World. Yep. Um Many years ago, <laughs> and that was that's cool. One of the second sources, and that that was amazingly done. So, well, good cool, job, sir. Thank you. First time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, I have. Uh, you know who is also um, talks uh, pretty highly of your music, Rich. Um, uh, the plug we always had to give is the Super Mercado Bros, oh, yeah. who run another video game music podcast. Um, definitely, definitely check them out if you want to listen to some, uh, new video game music podcasts. Yeah, they... I think I, I've crossed paths with the Super Mercado Brothers in one mm. form or another, and I can't pinpoint what it was. We might have <laughs> done a podcast together. We might have. You might have met them at MAGFest. I might have met know. them at MAGFest, although I've only been to MAGFest once, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I definitely know that name. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's very cool. Um, you right know, on. and. Speaking of MAGFest, did you go um, uh, this year? Mm-mm. Okay. I went, uh, it's been a few years now, um, maybe 2012, I think I went. Okay. Yeah. And played um, played a set there as Disaster Piece. Very, very nice. Do you, do you often play live as Disaster Piece, or is it mostly from the computer? I, I have. Um... There was a pretty good period of time where I was playing live. I would say like seven years or so, from like 2007 to uh-huh. last year, where I was wow. doing live stuff as Disaster Piece. And oh, um, yeah, yeah, it was. It's always been. It's never been like my focus, but it's always been something uh, you know a little different to do. A good excuse to hang out and uh, kind of share music and stuff. Yeah. Um, so for a while, it was guitar and. Uh, in the beginning, it was just me playing guitar and uh, backing tracks. And then at some point, I met uh, Roger Hicks, who goes by Rekadam, and he's a uh, he's a game developer and a really, really good drummer. And we started playing together, um, and we played we played for a couple of years together. And um, yeah, then last year, I, I kind of gave up the guitar thing and started doing some live piano and, and vocal stuff. And now I'm sort of uh, taking a break. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's awesome. That's a lot of uh, kind of versatility there. That's cool. Um, and we've, we've dropped into impromptu interview mode. <laughs> Just wait until... Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry is... sorry about that. That's my fault. No, no. I'm, so I'm the one asking you questions. I'm glad you're answering them. I'm just looking forward to when you come out of retirement playing solo bagpipes at all of the live shows. So Yeah. That was a, oh, yeah, that was yeah, a good yeah. time. <laughs> Well, it's on. It's, you know, it was, it's on the list. You know, it's yeah. It's on the bucket list. Exactly. I'm, I'm writing it down right now. 
Exactly. It's and right there I next was... to Hurdy Gurdy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you might as well give up, give up on the kazoo because I think Grant Kirkhope has that uh that on lock. <laughs> oh, really? Brian, did you did you see the video that uh Grant put out of him playing kazoo and ukulele at the same time with sunglasses on? <laughs> no, it was amazing. wonderful. Yeah, um, it was just he was sitting I don't know in his backyard or by a pool or something, <laughs> and he said I'm just gonna play a little tune and hopefully it'll get you to uh to throw some money to ukulele the oh, Kickstarter wow. project. And then he just sat there going. <laughs> and it was wonderful. It was really wonderful. <laughs> you got a link to that in the show notes. That sounds amazing. I, I'm sure I will. Yes. That's sure cool. Well, speaking of stuff we've all been listening to, let's let's uh, start with that, eh? Oh, yeah. I, I completely forgot what our first segment was going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. It's hard to remember. We've only done it like 55 times or something. Uh, this format is new to me. Uh, that's okay. So are you trying to tell me that you haven't uh, prepared a list of the stuff you've listened to, Brian? I can remember the stuff I've been listening to. There's this Do nice it. little feature in iTunes that tells me what I've been listening to recently. Oh, good thinking. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what have I been listening to? Well, Stephen, I showed you a little bit today. I've been listening to more of the Witcher 2 soundtrack as mm-hmm. I make my week through that game. That soundtrack continues to impress me. What did you think about the piece I showed you earlier today? I loved it. It was like an acoustic guitar, very rhythmic. Uh, I felt sincere. It felt mysterious. And apparently, yeah. uh, it was scored for a dwarven town yeah, or something like a dusty mining town sort of thing i've never played the witcher i assume there are dwarves in it um <laughs> they're, they're i thought it was lovely and unexpected yeah that the production values in the soundtrack are just phenomenal and the creative direction i find it just does a very different type of soundtrack than most western rpgs go for think like bioware games and a lot of the D type games kind of follow in this fall in the same uh tropes and uh patterns over time so the witcher is a very it's a breath of fresh air so i'm enjoying mm-hmm. the soundtrack a lot um as for something new you got me into the sonic runners soundtrack Boy, did I. Which is, for people that don't know, the iOS game Sonic's Last Vestige currently in gaming. Is oh, it's Sonic iOS the Hedgehog. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a Sonic the Hedgehog, well, Endless Runner. It's yep. oh. kind of uh, self-explanatory, I suppose. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound it's... like the last vestige of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Pretty much at the end of the line, despite oh, being an Endless Runner. Um, <laughs> but the soundtrack's amazing. We are huge um, Sonic music fans, Rich. Um, I'm sure that our entire audience is tired of it by now, but I- I'm not. <laughs> I'm still looking for new soundtracks to listen to. Yeah. Um, and so I did play the game. Um, I, I thought that the game was okay. It was a little bit obnoxious, a little hard to stick with. Um, but like you said, Brian, music, A-OK. Yeah. I've honestly just been like listening to that on loop for the past two days while working. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's so happy. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm listening to it a little bit. It, it 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 reminds me a little bit of Sonic Adventure. Uh, yeah, that, like upbeat, like lots of guitars and stuff. Yep, lots of guitar, merging it with some piano. Um, it's very much the modern Sonic style these days, and I'm a fan of it. It's very melodic focused, uh, very happy. Uh, well, what I really really, really oh sorry go to ahead. interrupt you. Um, well, I, what what I enjoy about the soundtrack is that it um it takes the the sort of 
pretty melodies that you get on the piano that some more recent Sonic games have been doing. Yeah. Like Sonic Colors and Sonic uh, Unleashed mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. But it also takes that kind of punkish, popish uh, electric guitar. Yeah. That was so, you know, the series was so famed for back in the early 2000s. Yes. Right. Sure. Um, it's just this perfect merging. And then they merge them. It doesn't feel haphazard. It's so, it's so graceful somehow. It's also memorable and catchy. I just love the soundtrack. Um, I think it's one of the best Sonic soundtracks to come out in years, and that's saying a lot considering it's coming from me. <laughs> I'm not that hard to please when it comes to Sonic. Yeah, I think compositionally, I agree. The production values are yeah. a little rough, partially because there don't, doesn't seem to be a great quality rip out there of it yet. But um, yeah, yeah. Have, you, I mean, have you guys have you guys heard the story that Michael Jackson wrote music for Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Was that it's ever, been... I forget his name, did you ever dig into the Recently, light? I believe it was completely debunked. Okay. Um, I think that they were going to, but then they wanted to just distance themselves because of all the scandal. Um, but I think it was an interview with Howard Drossen oh my gosh. that I heard recently, and he was saying, no, I never worked with Michael Jackson. I'm almost positive Sega never actually had him input. What if he yeah. was paid to say that? Um, well, <laughs> maybe he was. <laughs> well, what the what the Wikipedia is saying that he was brought in, but it was without the knowledge of the, I guess, the higher up people, and uh, it didn't oh. actually happen. Um, yeah. But nevertheless, you listen to some of the music in Sonic Three, and it is at the very least inspired by Michael Jackson. Yeah, there's some similarities in there. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just another another like wonderful little stop upon the weird weird history that is Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. <laughs> if you take Angel Island Act One and slow it down and play it backwards, it's just beat it. Little note. Oh, I, I believed you for one second. <laughs> So what else, Brian? Um, I mean, like I said, that was on loop. So oh, pretty okay. much just that. that. I'm sure I've been okay. listening to more Ace Combat. Oh yeah, I listened to all of Ace Combat X, which is the oh, PSP game. You're all running out of Ace Combat games. <sighs> I'm working on it. I'm getting through them. There are a lot of Ace Combat soundtracks. Let me tell you. Uh, but yeah, X is way more like techno-y. I think probably the most interesting fact about it. It's a really good soundtrack. Don't get me wrong, but. The thing that like stuck out is that it has the melody for the theme song, Stephen. You recognized it. Mm-hmm. I what, did recognize what it. What was that melody like exactly? Um, it's a slowed down, mellow version of the um, Avengers theme from the Avengers films. Indeed it is. uncanny it's almost exactly the same just at the very end it takes a different turn otherwise it really has the same melody yeah it was <laughs> it was pretty funny to hear a little known fact composed by michael jackson <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh, a pretty more... common thing you know there's like there's a lot of games that uh that have that have melodies that are just they are like mirror mirror images of of popular songs that kind of came out a little bit earlier like um there's the uh i think it's I think it's secret secret of the forest from Chrono Trigger mm-hmm. that um, is, is almost note for note, the same, the same like chord progression and melody as uh, Jojo by Boz Skaggs from the early eighties. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, wow. And you always have to wonder, it's, a lot of the time it's just pure coincidence. Yeah. There, you know, there are only so many um, orders you can put notes into before yeah. you start bumping into other, other songs, but you wonder 
if these things are little homages that people are like, no one will ever pick well, up on this. The interesting thing about Ace Combat X is it came out before Avengers, so I like to imagine the Avengers composer played a lot of Ace Combat on his PSP. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, I, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah. So because the PSP was such a widespread popular video exactly. game. Exactly, and Ace Combat was so popular in 2006, you know, it's just likely. I think um, you're right. I think sometimes it's just coincidence because, yep. like you said, there's just so many, only so many combinations. But I think other times, uh, you know, there's there's a subconscious just channeling of something that you've heard. And yeah, whoops. Yeah. Like I I um I just wrapped up an episode of Adventure Time, and in the uh, in the final scene of the episode, I wrote this little melody, and I was like, oh, that's great, it's done. And then I went back like the next day to listen to it, and I was like, oh my god. This I can't use this melody, and the melody was ba da ba ba ba. You could use it. You just might run into trouble. Yeah, probably not the best idea. So <laughs> it's funny good. how sometimes you do stuff and you don't even realize, and you're like, "Oh my god!" I know. You know what I'll sometimes do is I'll be humming a song, uh, and then it will keep morphing into another song. I'll say, no, that wasn't the one I was humming. We'll start over. And then <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. do that. Lose track of time, and then it goes back to the other song. <laughs> the worst thing <laughs> is when, on top of that, it keeps going back to a Bon Jovi song. Then you're in Oh, that's the worst. Waters. <laughs> <laughs> but that always makes me wish that I wrote music, because when that happens, I think to myself, well, surely this is prime for a, a mashup. Like, <laughs> one example <laughs> is um, the Super Smash Bros. Melee theme song, yeah always merges into the Dark World theme from A Link to the Past every time I'm humming it to myself. I'm curious, like, where it does. Don't, like, hum through the whole thing, but... Okay, I, I, I won't <laughs> be able to find it. I want to hear it. I'm curious. I don't know if I can remember the song. Um, or the, the... You know what I'll do? Is I will look for both of those songs, Ooh. and I will play them and fade them into each other when I think they sound similar. We're going to make this actually into the episode. can't quite remember what it is and b i can't hum anything on it key. blew so. my mind when i realized the super Nintendo's melee theme was the bowser road theme from mario 64 i did not realize that it years. pretty much is yeah yeah. Huh. yeah that one was probably an homage given it was all nintendo but it's very similar very very possible so yeah that's what i've been listening to lots of ace Wonderful. combat as usual sonic i like and the witcher yeah sort, sort of uh <laughs> Not particularly surprising, considering your track record, but that's good. You that's want me to good. go into uh, how I've been listening to Hearthstone music? <laughs> uh, nope. I want Rich to tell us what he's been listening All to right. recently. Well, I should preface a little bit by explaining how I've been listening to music for the last like six months or so. Um, I have a I have a pretty substantial library of music, and I've been trying to cull it down and and uh, make it more manageable because it's just I've been doing the same thing. It's so overwhelming, man. Like. You know, ha- having thirty thousand songs or whatever—it's just too much. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've been going through my alphabet. I mean, well, yeah, I have been going through my alphabet, but I've been going through—I've <laughs> been going through my library alphabetically by album, and listening to just whatever comes up next, and making a really like kind of s- just kind of simple value judgment whether I want to keep it or not. So that's fun. Yeah, it has been fun to to just listen to random stuff every single day. Um, so today, actually, I was listening to the L.A. Noir soundtrack by Andrew Hale, um, which is a really well-done soundtrack that I like a lot. I bet I would love that soundtrack. Um, it is not play the game, but it is an excellent uh, sort of hybrid of uh, like cinematic film music and uh, jazz and um, noir. It's it's just really well done. Uh, really cool a lot of memorable motifs really beautiful chord progressions um really well produced some some nice some nice uh uh slick saxophone solos and whatnot Mm, it's just a really now you're really selling it's a really it's a really cool soundtrack so it made the cut 
it's staying on your hard drive. It's staying on my hard drive. Actually, okay. it's in the cloud. It's staying okay. in my cloud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you ever heard the soundtrack to Gunpoint I was before? just about to say that exact thing. That's <laughs> really weird. No, but I know I know the guys who made the soundtrack to Gunpoint. Yeah, uh, it's uh, if you like saxophone solos, it's pretty. The cool. album art is a saxophone solo. <laughs> that's so. That's what you're getting out of that soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gunpoint had an interesting way of doing the music. If I remember correctly, the creator just put his game out there and said, "Hey, people, send me music, uh, and I'll start putting your music in there." And it's just a very yeah. Grassroots uh, process. His name is Tom Francis. Yes. What's his name? Yeah, Tom Francis. He um, yeah, he has a different way of doing things where he. You know, he likes to be kind of the, the point man with, with, uh, with the music. So he, like you said, he kind of sources it out to a competition almost. Yeah. And a bunch of people submit things and he just kind of picks, picks and chooses his favorites. And a lot of times he's like used multiple composers for his projects. Yep. Like, you know, I think they did that with Gunpoint and his new game is also going to have that where, you know, exploration will have one yeah. composer and then, you know, when you're like, I don't know when you're like this new game that he's doing with the spaceships. Like when you're mm-hmm. doing space exploration, it's one guy. And when you're, when you're in the spaceships doing stealth and a, a combat or whatever, it'll be another composer. Yeah, I think heat signature is the name. Heat, heat signature. signature. Yeah. Mm. I really enjoyed gunpoint. So I'm very excited to see what he does next. And the soundtrack was a big part of why I liked that game. It was really well done. Neat. Yeah. Um, it's, it's another game in Steam. I'll get to someday. I really will. It's only like a couple hours. So, you know, there's, yeah, much, it's, you can do it. Low time investment. Um, cool. Well, any, anything else of, of note, Rich, or? Yeah, I, uh, this is not exactly, this is not a, an official soundtrack, but, um, mm-hmm. there's this, there's this person who, uh, makes chiptune music and we, we kind of plug yourself. Up. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not me. But, uh, we, we, we kind of came up together. Uh, you know, I, I've known this, this person for, oh, I don't know. Uh, probably since like 2007. So, oh, wow. so, so a bit of a while. He's, he goes by, um, Zanzan Zawavea. <laughs> That's Z-A-N dash Z-A-N dash Z-A-W-A dash V-E-I-A. Okay. And he released an album not too long ago. It's called Yak001. He has the best That naming. dude knows how to, yeah, he knows how to name things. He's a good namer. Okay. And so, yeah, what, what's the meat of that album? What's it about? Yeah, so this album is a, it's, it's kind of a reimagining of the Doom soundtrack. Um, okay. it's, it's all MIDI files, just like the original, original Doom. Um, but the style is just, it's it's very much him and it's very um, it's just very wild. It's 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 a blast to listen to. It makes me want to go back and play Doom, which I've never I never was super into Doom, but I think if this soundtrack was playing in the background, I would just uh-huh. have so much more fun. It's um it's just so it's just such a weird soundtrack. It's it's heavy, kind of like how the Doom stuff was was kind of like um, a lot of. A lot of uh, nods to like Metallica and stuff like that. Um, I think they were like they were like uh, they were like Black Sabbath like like facsimiles and stuff on that soundtrack. So it it has that sort of heavy quality where there's there's you know there's drums and distorted guitar, mind you, all general MIDI. But uh, you know it's also has a lot of like odd meters and weird weird harmonic passages and. Just things that catch you off guard and are, are kind of wacky and fun, and um, that's a pretty cool. Idea. It's a really cool. It's a really cool album, and I highly recommend it. Yeah, I was listening to a little bit of it as you talked, and that that description spot on. It's really interesting stuff. Sweet, very cool. I've never even played Doom before, so I met, some of it might be lost on me. The translation, at least, but still. And I'm trying to figure uh, out I'll, is why I'll his tags for the album are band camp are chiptune, electronic, MIDI, progressive, and space station in Egypt. Space station in Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he just tagged it with that. You don't know the inspiration. He used to tag all his albums with that. So I'm not quite sure. Oh, okay. I think that that I think that's his personal aesthetic. It's, yeah. Like if he if you ask him like how would you describe your music, I think he might say. It's not for SEO. It's for personal growth. Yeah. It's, it's not for yeah. SEO. Because there are a lot of people who are Googling Space Station in Egypt every single day. Of course. You know, with the internet, the modern internet we have, 
I have you really reconsidered renaming Train Station at 8 to Space Station in Egypt. Believe but it would it would probably still get us better SEO than Train Station at 8. <laughs> we're being probably. Honest. Probably. Well, you know, April Fools is coming up. So, uh, <laughs> oh, good point. point. <laughs> All right. So, what what else? Anything else on your cloud that uh, you'd like to bring to the table right <laughs> on my cloud? Um, yeah. well, this isn't on my cloud, but uh, I have been playing a lot of Hearthstone the last yes! couple of weeks. Um, All right, you made your way into Brian's heart. <laughs> quite, quite easily my favorite game right now. Um, yeah. And uh, Peter McConnell is, is in my opinion, one of the best composers yes. working in video he's games. A genius. Um, he's just really good. He's really good at working with live instruments. He's really good at arranging. Um, he's just His music is just a joy to listen to. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like the music that he wrote for Hearthstone. Um, I I think the amount of time that I'm playing the game though is like it's it's way more than any piece of music could really handle. Yeah. Like I mean like uh, like Elder Scrolls like Skyrim that game has like a four CD soundtrack. Yep. Uh-huh. And it to me it didn't feel like enough music for that game because because you know you play the you can play that game for like two hundred hours. Yep. Yeah, and that's only like, uh, you know, that's like, oh, I don't know, like four, it's a fra- it's a four hours of, of music. And, yeah, it's a to- it's a fraction. So and every time you walk into a city, you kind of hear the same type of music, and it it, it worked. But you're right if you pl- if you play the game to death, you're going to run into problems. Yeah, Hearthstone reminds me of Elder Scrolls music in that it just fits the tone perfectly. Like the music yeah, the- he composed for it is as good as it can be. But that said, I do play it so regularly and so and for so long. That sometimes, like, if there's other music I really wanted to catch up on or I need to get through some albums for the podcast or something like that, I will listen to other stuff while playing Hearthstone just because there, I have heard all that stuff repeated yeah. so many times. I've, I've caught myself humming a lot of the little things in, in the Hearthstone music, and I'm like, man, oh, yeah. it's really time to, to, to mute the, the soundtrack. No, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. Peter McConnell. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but like you said, I would say that Peter McConnell is, is a master at tone. Like, his, his ability to nail the tone is just, it's unparalleled. Like, he's, 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 in my opinion, he's probably the best at it in game soundtracks. Like, everything he's done, like, like Grim Fandango is amazing. The tone is yeah. amazing in that project. Uh, Monkey Island, like everything he does. Uh, Psychonauts, mm-hmm. like he's just he's a master. So I agree completely. No arguments whatsoever. <laughs> I'll, I'll back. It's like that. pretty much every time a Hearthstone expansion comes out, the mu- new song is one of the things yes. important to most. It's like yes, yes, new piece of music. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so I guess the last question is, what have I been listening to? Um, and I too have been, uh, in the Sonic Runners loop. Okay. Brian. Um, I just, I, I, in fact, I just realized I was, um, humming it in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am as well. Oh, it's so good. Uh oh. Yeah. I'm going to break out into something. Uh, no, like I said, I can't hum on key. Um, <laughs> but before I got here, uh, well, you're familiar with the hero's journey, right? It's that, um, Joseph, that ancient. Joseph Campbell? Jo- Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. Oh, yeah. Um, where you, you know, before, there are a set amount of steps to go through um, an epic story or an epic, um, uh, I guess, a uh, period of growth for someone. Yeah. And before you can reach the um, the pinnacle of it, you have to go through the darkness. So before I listened to Sonic Runners, I bit the bullet, no pun intended, and listened to Shadow the Hedgehog's soundtrack. Um, I have been avoiding this for a long time, but I have to listen to all the Sonic and Sega soundtracks. I can, I, right, it's my thing. I love how you're equating your journey through the Sonic <laughs> canon of music to a hero's journey. That's that's amazing. Climbing Mountain Dew. Life is an epic bridge. <laughs> Embrace <laughs> that. Um, Shadow of the Hedgehog, I would not call an epic soundtrack. Um, it actually is quite middling. Um, and it... Its biggest problem is that it takes some very talented musicians, specifically Junes uh, Senaway. Um, I feel like we pronounce his name differently. I Sen- I, I've stuck with Senaway. Okay. I don't know if that's just right. Maybe it's Senaway. Maybe it's. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, I love his guitar work so much. Some of my favorite music ever. Um, but for Shadow of the Hedgehog, it gets really muddy and unpleasant and repetitive. Um, there are a few bright spots. 
But everyone involved in that project was so obsessed with that uh, very forced um, adolescent uh, grimy edge that the game had um, that it, it just bleeds right into the music. Um, and so I'm having a hard time getting through it. Um, and so I kind of gave up on it and said, oh, let me give Sonic Runners a shot. And then just the sky opened up and sunshine. Never turned and- back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that's a. I just listened to a little bit of it, and there's pretty. It's a pretty stark contrast, I would say, between between this. It's very shadowy. Yeah, and Sunburns is very, it's very sunny and very blue. Yeah, um, and that you know that's kind of the I guess the difference between those two characters. So good on them for nailing the style. I'll give them that. Yeah, it's like Peter McConnell. <laughs> oh, but God. sometimes you just don't want to. You just don't want to live in a world that's like shadowy all the time. Yeah. Well, Alan Wake is a shadowy world, for example, and I want to live in that world. That's a I don't. soundtrack. I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> I'm not, not, not I'm literally. Flying car. It's going to be terrible. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, I think, you know, I think not every game and not every piece of media is has to make you feel happy. And I think sometimes oh, yeah. it creates a tone that's it's really effective at what it's trying to capture. But emotionally it might not be what uh, uh, the listener or the player wants to experience because it's just mm-hmm. it's just not where they are and i mean i have that i i that's i certainly have that experience when you know watching certain films and stuff where it's just it's just evoking a certain sort of tonality that is just it's not what i want to experience at that moment I'd, I'd rather be you know on the beach or something so. <laughs> but you're nonetheless glad that you heard it. Um, is that what you're getting at? Like it, sometimes, it sometimes I'm 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 appreciative of it anyway. Other times I'm just I'm too I'm too not in that headspace, and I just can't really. Oh, okay. like a I song is a time and a place, but that's not necessarily every time and every place. So yeah, you know, especially yeah. darker stuff. Um, well, you know what soundtrack does have? Uh, it, it is is the correct place for every time. Uh, it's the Grandia soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Uh, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. Um, Grandia is a wonderful, wonderful soundtrack. I've just been uh, kind of listening to it in the background when I'm writing stuff. Um, and it just puts you in a good mood. Yeah. Just every time. So unique, so weird. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's a special soundtrack it, to me. Yeah, um, it, sounds like, just, it sounds like... It sounds like Japanese RPG orchestral disco... Yes. Yep. There you Got go. Uh, something you'd get from the seventies. Rich is on fire with point. explanations today. Like he is just yeah. Nailing the well, uh, there's like this one town theme or something that's just you know it's a kind of your expected melody, but you got the disco. Of the seventies, it's so sunny. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely stuff. It's really cool. Well, I just stumbled upon it one day when I was I think I was looking something up maybe for train station at eight or something. And I found the theme on YouTube. Um, and I think I, I tweeted in all caps, listen to this music. Everyone listen to this now. Um, <laughs> That's like cause it, tweet. yeah, I left an impression on the, yeah. um, last thing I want to mention before we move on mm-hmm. is, uh, the most recent super Mercado bros, um, uh, podcast yes. episode was about game boy soundtracks that you might not have heard before. Uh-huh. Uh, wherein Carl uh, listened through dozens of Game Boy soundtracks and selected his very favorite underdog songs that he found. Cool. Um, and it reminded me of why I love the Game Boy uh, uh, system so much, not just for the games, but I just... Honestly, I think that's my favorite chiptune sound. Hmm. Um, it's it's so pure, it's so... Uh, it's so easy to make melodic, I guess. Uh, I was kind of expecting, you know, this is going to be hit or miss, right? You never, I mean, I, I love chiptune soundtracks. I love old, old school soundtracks as well. But honestly, I get kind of tired of them if I hear a bunch in a row, especially if they're, you know, from games that I'm not familiar with or that I don't have nostalgia for. Yeah. Um, but that was not the case, uh, nice. my friend. It, uh, every, every song he played was, Super catchy and interesting. I just love that episode. What episode, episode is that? Um, uh, I mean, recent? I think it's it's the most recent one. I think from Super Mercado Bros. I think it's called Game Boy Soundtrack. You might not have heard. Oh, but... that's easy to find. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100. Cool. Yeah, I'll check this out. And I just oh, and remember... I oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say that I remember how I how I know these guys. Um, oh. I played 
I played a show with them in St. Paul last last year. <laughs> oh, the, wow. Was that Gamers That's Rhapsody awesome. that you were Yeah, at Gamers yep. Rhapsody. Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, we had a... Oh, no, did I forget his name again? Um, yeah, you did. <laughs> I forget his name every time. The dude who put that thing together, we had him on the oh, show. Oh, uh, Gamers Rhapsody guy. His name is... We're all horrible. Thomas. <laughs> Yes, Thomas Fargo. Thomas oh, Fargo. Thank go. you. I'm Fargo. He's been on the show and we can't. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. We've had a lot yeah. of guests. And I remembered something as well. I have been listening to the Pulsar Arena soundtrack, <gasps> which uh, was done by Jake Kaufman. So we have now mentioned oh, well. Mark Otter Bros, Jake Kaufman, and Grant Kirkhope. Grant Kirkhope, yeah. The three people we've been yeah, on. Trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> so a few songs in, and it's amazing. Well, yeah, Jake is splendid. So. <laughs> yeah so i have no all i know is that this game is for the uh oculus rift or vr of some sort that's cool but um the music's amazing jake did another style incredibly well so mm-hmm. congrats to him it's like a very heavy electronic i wouldn't quite call it dubstep but um his style is just, it's so unique it's so yeah. it's so ham like you can tell right away that it, it's, oh yeah it's one of his projects it's so much oh i uh i bought the original Shantae on yeah the, i was gonna ask you how you console. enjoyed that um that's a game boy game mm-hmm. speaking of which yeah uh, it's that game it's a side scroller by way forward where you play as uh the pirate and not yeah. the pirate i'm sorry the pirate is the villain you play as the what she's a genie there you go Shantae the half genie mm-hmm. um i i like the game it's a bit uh on the zelda 2 side of making you trek around between mm-hmm. towns a little too often mm-hmm. um but i forgot that uh, Jake Kaufman did the soundtrack, and I started listening to it, and I'm like, "This is rad! Really, kind of Jake Kaufman melodies going on here." Yeah. <laughs> and then I had that moment of <laughs> grab my phone, original composer. I'm trying to say, "Aha!" Oh wait, uh, back in the uh, original Game Boy? Hey, back in the original I Game Boy? Yeah. Composing back then. Oh yes, dude. Um, Jake Kaufman has been doing game soundtracks since like the mid '90s. Jeez. Maybe longer. <laughs> like since he was yeah. really young, he's he's crazy. He's super but, prolific. He didn't just appear one day in a flash of Mighty Switch Force, and then he was no. popular. Like he he put the time in. He worked in the he worked in the portable, in the in the handheld gaming trenches for many many years. Wow. <laughs> he scored quite a few uh, handheld games, like dozens, I would say, probably. Which very much explains why he's so comfortable with that sound, like Shovel Knight and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He's been there. Yeah. And his, his website is vert.rocks, which is probably the best domain <laughs> name I've ever seen. That's amazing. That is fantastic. Yeah. I completely forgot that. Although oh, mine is disaster.pizza, and I think that's pretty good. <laughs> you get, you are, give him a run for his money, sir. That's yeah, amazing. I like it. I really like that. We need to get creative with our URL, Brian. Get on that. Whalesr.whales. <laughs> That's if, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'd go with that. Let's see if it's if it's available. If you can Probably. find like if there's a dot train or a dot station, you could like <laughs> you could screw around with your name a little bit. True, but we uh we host train station date on Wales or Wales, which is our like our network of podcasts. Oh, okay. So we don't actually have a website for train station alone. You could do Wales are wall dot es. <laughs> <laughs> which would, is a Spanish go. domain name, but they're available. I have I have an ES domain name, or I did, but I didn't uh, use it. It was Disaster at Pieces. The, at the very least, we need to make sure that that route. Yeah, I was to say, at the very least, I want to have that redirect so I can give it out to people. <laughs> Put it on my business that's card. Oh, man. That's wonderful. It yeah. looks good. It looks good on paper, but it's it's really f***ing hard to explain to people. Yeah, <laughs> when you have to actually <laughs> yeah. tell people what your website Probably is. Probably not good for podcasts. The novelty starts to wear off. It's easy to say pizza, though. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. It is easy. Yeah. Although I yesterday I was explaining how to find my music online and and giving them the spiel, and I had told them that my I would go by Disaster Piece, but my website is Disaster Pizza, and they're like, "That's confusing." <laughs> <laughs> A little so, bit. I probably should have not told them the name that I use and just said, "Just go to Disaster Pizza and listen to my music," yeah. or just change your name to Disaster Pizza. I mean. How, yeah, that's the symmetry you're looking for, but uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be maybe on April Fools or something. Yeah, since yeah. we're talking about April Fools. Uh, well, if you ever decide to, let us know so we can scoop the new story. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> oh, good transition. Uh, yeah, speaking of, let's, let's go over some news from the city. All right. Um, I only have a couple of things here. All right. Um, I'm excited about uh, both of them. I don't even know what they are. Okay. Well, surprise, surprise. The first one is um. 
a new album that is coming out, actually. I'm going to link it to you guys in Skype in case yeah. you want to look at it. Um, it's a tribute to our old friend Super Mario. I thought the URL was the onion. I was going to say Stephen Bad No, <laughs> no, I got the news from uh, the Ongaku. Okay. I suppose is how to pronounce that news site. Um, and it's actually a very neat uh, little album from what I've heard so far. Um, it was put together by uh, oh, what's his name? Um, it's some. It's a handle that is escaping me. Um, oh. See, we're the worst with there names. Are a lot. I can't. I don't know which one you're going to go be going for. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Commandy Can. Okay. That's it, Commandy Can. Um, and uh, Coda did a song on the album as well. Oh, um, nice. For those familiar, I, I'm a huge Coda fan. I actually, speaking of uh, Vert or Jake Kaufman, I actually think that Coda has the closest style um, to Jake Kaufman. If I, if I was to say someone tried to imitate that dude, I would get Coda to do it. Um, have, but, you, yeah. have you heard Shinobubala? Yes, I have. Yeah, because he, he does a dead-on Jake Kaufman. There's yeah. there's a track I, I can't remember which one but there's a track where he straight up does Jake Kaufman. <laughs> it's like yeah okay you're right you're right maybe that's why I'm thinking <laughs> in the first place. Um, also he did some remixes on the Mighty Switch Four soundtracks. Um, oh right, so just rad. Right on. This artwork is great too. I like this. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, so it's called Mario Sound Test. If I didn't say that already, <laughs> um, it's it's just a, little, a neat little soundtrack that I stumbled upon. I really arrangements. It. it is a bunch of Mario arrangements. Okay. Um, I've liked all of the ones I've heard so far. I mean, I'm honestly not familiar with most of the artists, so maybe it'll be a good way to find some new people to listen to. Um, yeah, I'm going so yeah. to have to listen to this. It's quite good so far. I like it. Um, and my other bit, little piece of news, um, <laughs> if you even count this as news, is the Splatoon soundtrack is awesome. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> you probably should have done that in like, what you've been listening to. But... Well, I, I know, but I wanted to make it a bit of news. Like, I actually have a, wanted to play a little bit of it um, okay. for you guys right here. Go for it. Can you hear that? Yep. Now, listen for the banjo. I think it's just brilliant. <laughs> and this just way into this almost Naganuma style madness that is just like sampling ra- randomness and turning our orchestra hits are my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> and so, partially because of this and partially because of a Best Buy gift certificate, um, I went out and purchased that game today. It's here in the shrink wrap. Um, I wish I could play it tonight, but I probably won't have time. I'll be editing this podcast. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to make sure you guys were aware. That's amazing. Because... That is just crazy. Yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> um, I, I know the Zandrick is by uh, Toru Minigishi, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who the other guy is, but... Uh, Michael Jackson. It's really neat stuff. I'm just really happy to see a, a brand new Nintendo you know, franchise and a new style to go along with it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, um, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. More updates on that in the future uh, once I play this to your game. All right. I didn't realize that Naganuma did a bunch of Jet Set Radio stuff. I love Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yes. I mean, Naganuma has been all over Twitter talking about Splatoon for like a month. I think month. he's trying to get hired. I think he is. He just <laughs> loves that You're a really so good much. pitch. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all the news I had pretty light this oh, week. Oh, right. Um, didn't find a bunch of new stuff, but... Um, at least that means we can move on to the train your brain segment a little quicker. Train your brain. Oh, good. We've been needing an intro <laughs> for that. <laughs> Just put some echo on that in your set. Yeah. yeah. Re- reverb saves everything. Um, so train your brain is a little quiz show we put together every week. Um, we don't actually make ourselves go through it. We force our guests to, to do so. Hooray. Um, and Brian gives them more support. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Oh, thanks, Brian. I appreciate <laughs> that. So, uh, Rich, the one I put together for you um, is Ooh, actually it's good that we. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man! I put, I put, I, I do heavy research on our guests. Oh my and god! Stock their Twitter accounts and no, I'm, I'm this is a song you played part. at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I got married. How did you know? I didn't even from know your that. future. <laughs> Dude, the technology we have here is out of this world. 
Um, but it actually has to do with, I guess, uh, Game Boy and other chiptunes now that we mention oh it. Gosh. I have six uh, songs here, and half of them uh, were um, uh, original original songs from back in the day on some chiptune-esque uh, console, and half of them are approximations or people trying to sound like uh, old-style music. And so it's going to be your job to identify <laughs> which is which. Um, I don't know if this is going to be easy or hard. So well, hold on, if hold you... on a second. Are, are all six tracks written with written with native uh, playback? Like, or I I cannot tell you how they did it. I just know that they're going for a specific style. All right. Okay. And I can so, so you might be uh, able here's... to spot discrepancies in terms of just... yeah. You might be able to maybe you'll teach us a thing or two. Um, so yeah, th- hopefully this will make a little more sense once we go on with it. Um, for example, the first one I have here is an NES song, but is it someone trying to sound like the NES or is it actually from the NES? So that's the question you have to answer. If you can identify the game and or the composer, you get bonus points. Ooh. Not that we keep score, but just pretend. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep score. So wish me luck. Okay. Okay. Oh, and I should mention that for two of these songs, you can ask Brian's opinion, and he will do his very best to yeah, help you guess. Because oh. <laughs> I put this together myself, lifeline. so he's your little lifeline. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're unsure, maybe maybe he can help save the okay. day. Okay. So. Sorry, that was my oh, first awesome. song. We, should have <laughs> we, we have a million dollars, so if you can do it... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and you'll get a million dollars. Okay, anyway, I, I didn't think that was important. Okay, song number one. Let's go for it. Really good. So, do you think that's NES or fake NES? Well, I'm gonna do a little bit of exposition, like like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Um, okay. It sounds like an ex- if it is NES, it sounds like an expansion chip, like a VRC seven or VSC six. Like it could be like a Castlevania or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be. It could be like. It could be something Vert wrote. <laughs> For, uh, I thought too, like Castlevania Bloodlines, the eight bit version or whatever. Yeah, he did a he did a soundtrack, an NES soundtrack using VRC seven or six. Mm-hmm. That sounds a lot like that. I think it was Blood Rain. Mm. Um, Sorry, it was yeah. Blood Rain. It was. I was thinking of something else. You're great. Okay. Hmm. Can I listen to it again? Yes, you may. <laughs> I'm going to guess that, I don't know if it's from an actual game or not, but I'm going to guess that it, it is an NSF file. Like, it's it's a, it's a, it's like something that you could play on an NES console. Okay, so we're going to count that as NES or fake NES. Um, that's the... By That's NES or fake NES, are you going by, like, if it was composed? Like, is this from an actual NES game or someone trying to create an NES soundtrack in the modern day? Oh, the, that's yeah. the criteria. Okay. Um, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> no idea. I'm going to guess that it's from a real NES game. Okay. You are unfortunately incorrect. I so. Which is tearing me up inside because it's totally the Blood Rain oh, oh my God. <laughs> soundtrack. Uh, could it at least have like a ding, ding, ding or something when like I say the keyword? <laughs> oh, that's. I, I have to. I have to do the stoic uh, game show host face until you I, make I your knew final once answer. you brought that up that that was it because I know Stephen knows that soundtrack and it's a yeah. great one. So I mean, you got it right, but you ended wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I probably get a half. Yeah. <laughs> I accept. All right. All right. Point five. Song song number two. Is this from the Game Boy or is this from a more modern composer attempting to put together a soundtrack in the style of the Game Boy? Man, that is an adorable piece of music. It reminds me of (laughs) of Kirby. Yeah, me too. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. What, What do you think? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is an actual old, like, Kirby or Kirby-esque soundtrack. Yeah, that's what I think, too. That's my gut. Final answer. Final answer, Kirby. You are correct as yeah! can be. Woohoo! This is from Kirby's Dreamland. Dreamland. Yeah! <laughs> that's... Good job, that's man. Awesome. I played it. 
I just didn't recognize I it. I haven't played it either. I just, I the style, it's it's yeah. so there's so, so much so like so so groovy, like staccato and yep. happy and funky. I just totally. love that. I love that music. It's so great. Oh, I 100 percent agree. We've had a Kirby episode in the past. I played through almost every uh, mainline Kirby oh, game. Yeah. Uh, but if you di- if you didn't think it was adorable enough, um, it's the theme for Rick the Hamster. Oh, so, Rick yeah. the Hamster. <laughs> so, yeah, he's the giant hamster you get to ride around on. So the cuteness overload has officially reached maximum capacity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got 5. that one. One point yeah, five. All right, <laughs> on a roll. All right, um, next one up. Oh come on! <laughs> I needed to give me some some of them, right? This is easy, man. This is one of my favorite. This is actual NES. It's <laughs> like my favorite game soundtrack of all time. What is this? Uh, like well, I, I, w- I was worried that the others would be too um, obscure, so I wanted to give you a bit of okay, song. Well. <laughs> okay, so get all the bonus points you can. Rack this for everything it's worth. All right. Uh, Yasunori Mitsuda, Chrono Cross, PlayStation. You are actually co... Co- I'm double checking my facts. Super right. <laughs> <laughs> you scared scare me for a second. Yeah, I, I didn't insane. know it, so I'm like, it's got to be Chrono well, unlike Chrono me, Trigger. I really don't know anything about the Chrono games. <laughs> yes, yeah, I missed out on them. I barely played Chrono Trigger. Yeah. So, Well, the music is excellent. I need to go back. Oh, I know that. I have heard snippets of it before, and I was, I was doing some research for that one, and I just listened to this whole song like three times. It's unbelievably beautiful. Yep. All right, uh, 2.5. Woohoo! All right, good job. Okay, next up, um, is this from the Game Boy Advance? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where are my bonus points? Oh, whoa! Ding, 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 ding. Three point zero. Okay, we're up to three points out of three possible points, so we're doing good. Yes. Okay. Where were we? Oh yeah, we're on the Game Boy Advance, or someone trying to imitate it. No. Advance Wars? You're pretty smart, Rich. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's totally Advance Wars. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my Four. final answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you want to go with that now? <laughs> I didn't recognize that. I only played Advance Wars DS. That was an awesome mm. sounding. Yeah. The main reason I went with this one is I have a, a soft spot for the Game Boy Advance attempting to replicate electric guitars. Yeah. You know, I think you kind of sold yourself it. out there. How many people have tried to imitate the Game Boy Advance over time? It doesn't seem like... <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, yeah, I did, it, it I did is think true, like, the... Because the Game Boy Advance is... Um, because the sound chip, chip is... You know, it, it's... Uh, everything is sample-based. You can get some pretty, some pretty good sounds out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it all has that... It's like just rough enough like you can tell what it is but it has that that charming video game filter on it yeah it has the it has the aesthetic quality that not a lot of other systems have and it comes from the the bit depth of the of the audio or lack thereof you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's like 8-bit bit depth or whatever and so it kind of has that like that like crumbly sort of digital like distorted sort of quality to it (laughs) awesome um all right well we're almost done with this let's see how many do we have left we have um one left Hmm. okay well here's your final question is this song from the turbo graphics 16 oh god (laughs) or is it someone attempting to replicate it I know that song, but I don't. Too. I don't know where I know it from. Uh, oh, good. Sorry, it's not that I'm rooting all against those you. Days <laughs> playing the uh, Turbo Graphics. Yeah, I yeah never. <laughs> <laughs> where where is that song from? Um, I had no idea. Well, it sounds it 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 doesn't. It sounds like a game soundtrack to me. Um. I'm gonna guess that it's from a game soundtrack, meaning an original Turbo an Graphics original game. original Turbo Graphics game. That's uh, there haven't been isn't very mimic- Yeah, there haven't yeah. been enough mimics yet, so he's got to throw one in here. I'm sure there's a huge scene for that, or there at least very least. No, no, I just mean you've is- only had like one mimic 
in the quiz so far. Oh, so I'm just playing meta game at this point. <laughs> saying that, like, yeah, I'm probably throwing another one in here. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is actually uh, from Flashy Goodness. Oh, this is the Tower of Heaven soundtrack. Oh my God, you got me. Yeah. Oh, got you. But yeah. <laughs> you got you got me because I don't really know what the TurboGrafx sixteen sound like. sounds like. So. If you're like, oh, this is NES, I'd be like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to find those. See, I was trying to find some obscure middle grounds that would throw you off. But, yeah. Um, I, oh, speaking of Flash of Goodness. Um, but it is a game soundtrack, right? Or is it an original album? No, it's Super is a game soundtrack. Okay. So you're right about that. It's just not on the TurboGrafx. Engage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Brian, what's the total score? Uh, he totaled out uh, at five points out of six. So that's pretty awesome. Well done, yeah, that's that's really good. You, you that's, get five that's six of a million dollars. <laughs> that's an yeah, eighty-three. I, that's like a it's like a B minus. Yeah, this so bad. Hey, there's room for improvement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting here thinking I should have made them harder because some of them you're like, I don't need to tell you like what system that is from. I can tell you the game and the composer. <laughs> <laughs> like, that happened a couple of times. Yep. Um, well, congratulations, Rich. You won the game. That's good. And I realized that because I was so eager to get onto news from the city, we we breezed past the open question. I was question. wondering about that. Yeah. Like, I guess we removed because, it. Well, remember how perfect the transition was from what have you been listening yeah. to uh, and then news from the yeah. city? So I just skipped it. So if we're good on time, what about spending a few minutes talking about that? Yeah. What What is the question again? I don't remember. The question is, do you play certain songs, albums, and artists to fit certain moods. And oh, life. we touched on this earlier. We did a little hmm. bit. So maybe we should finish out by just naming some, uh, you know, some key points if we do that. Mm. What about you, Brian? Or do you, do you does, is this a phenomenon that ever happens to you, or are you just hit shuffle every day? Every day you're shuffling. Mm. <laughs> sorry. I'm, really, I'm, I'm so sorry. Every day I'm shuffling. Sorry. I just listened to the Sonic Shuffle album for everything. So. <laughs> Um, that's a good question that I'm going to think on. Do you have an answer for this? Um, I think I do. In fact, um, I have fairly recently put together a playlist exclusively for morning time. Mm. Oh, wow. So when I get up and when I'm waking up and when I have coffee, mm-hmm. I have a, uh, a soundtrack that cycles through songs or, or albums that I find to be either relaxing or inspirational or just good for that time of meditative state. Sure. Um, so what, what are some of the songs I have? Um, let's see here. I have some of the songs from the Zelda reorchestrated twilight princess album, mm-hmm. uh, such as Lake Hylia, mm-hmm. which I think is a really good yeah. one. I have some music, lots of music from elder scrolls. Um, I have some, uh, Mists of Pandaria stuff, which is nice. just super duper relaxing. And now that you mention it, I do have a playlist I play often for going to sleep. So mm. there you go. Is Prescription for Sleep yes. on the playlist? Uh, it Good. is. I should hope so. <laughs> you got some Thomas is Alone. You got some, uh, what's it called? Dust Force soundtrack. Um, oh, that's great. That's on my, uh, relaxing yeah. Uh, morning. Yeah, playlist. there you go. Lots that's- of. Uh, Jeremy Soul, Elder Scrolls stuff. So yeah, I guess in that respect, I do that for sure. That's cool. Um, in, anything like this uh, for you, Rich? Not really. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. Uh, every day I'm shuffling. So <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my. Th- that's kind of my thing these days. You know, there's just there's so much music, and um, I'm kind of addicted to new things. So mm. I'm always listening to s- stuff that I either. You know, I, I will re-listen to stuff, absolutely, but because of this thing that I've been doing with my iTunes library where I've been going through it, I've been hearing lots of new stuff that I haven't heard before or very, very infrequently, and uh, people mm-hmm. are always recommending stuff to me, so I'm always, mm-hmm. you know, checking that stuff out, too. So um, I, I like the kind of unpredictability of, of Shuffle, and, uh, you know, you never know what's going to come next. Um you know, sometimes I find that that influences my mood in really unexpected ways, and I, I yeah. kind of like that. Um, I feel like it's a learning process as opposed to, like, using it more to um, lull myself into some kind of, uh, I don't know, 
bliss. Some sort of mood or state that you weren't already in. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of like using it to like salve the wound or whatever, just kind of using it as like a like a Russian roulette or something. <laughs> yeah, keep moving, see what comes up next. Shuffle is kind of my uh, go-to basic. Like, I have a, a playlist of um, four stars or higher for my iTunes yes, library same. because I obsessively rate all of my music. Um, so if I just want to listen to some really strong music that I know I'm going to like, um, you know, with hundreds of things to choose from, that's actually what I go with. Yeah, probably what I do most often is I really like to listen to most music, especially um, more traditional music, like not game soundtracks, and like the whole soundtrack, um, or the whole mm-hmm. album, I should say, uh, because I find often artists like try to create a cohesive piece with their album, and I like to kind of hear that whole thing in its continuity. So a lot of the times I'll be putting on a specific album, so I'll take into consideration certain factors, like if I'm going to be driving, this is a good kind of album to listen to while driving or there's mm-hmm. a better album to listen to while working but it'll just be kind of like small kind of decision factors like just the type of music i'm listening to and not so much like this is the exact mood i want to set for myself so i'm gonna listen to this yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. i mean I, I i've done some of that too like i um uh there was an album that came out not too long ago by oh god um the the actor who plays the big lebowski he did. Uh, uh-huh. He did. He did an album for sleeping, uh, uh-huh. and it's this really strange album. It's very ambient, and he kind of like narrates it in this whispery voice, and um, it's kind of like <laughs> having a dream. Yep. And uh, I took a nap to it, and uh, it was just one of the weirdest experiences. <laughs> it was totally disorienting to listen to it, um, yep. but it was kind of it was it was satisfying in a strange way. Yeah. Um, that's that's really neat. I like it when that happens. Uh, oh, you know, I actually had an experience like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell asleep in the car. I wasn't driving um, to Origins from Jillian Aversa. And that was trippy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just woke up and fell back asleep to that soundtrack. Over I actually and over had again. a really weird experience this very morning. I was having a dream where I can't remember the exact specifics of it now. But there was this song playing, like, from my computer or something, and I couldn't get it to stop. And it was annoying in the dream. I was, like, trying to control it to leave mm-hmm. the program and get out of it. And just the song wouldn't stop. Turns out it was my little alarm ditty from uh, my phone across the room. Going yeah. off. It's amazing. And it was literally creating a narrative in my dream <laughs> that I would not wake up from for a very long time. I love when that that's, happens. That's, that that yeah. happens to me all the time. Oh, that'd have been a first for me. It was it was really getting under my skin in the dream. Oh my gosh, that's pretty good. I uh, sometimes I'll fall asleep to music on the plane. Yeah, and um, there's something really funny about, uh, especially like instrumental music. Mm-hmm. I'd fall asleep to instrumental music on the plane, and then I'd have a dream where the dream was creating this like this very like specific narrative that was. It's taking like the data, like taking the, yep. the the notes and the harmony and production of the music, and like weaving that into this this elaborate story. Um, there's just <laughs> something so strange and satisfying about that because it's like yeah. it's like a universal translator, you know. It's like taking mm-hmm. this, you know, the, this this form that it has has always been, or at least instrumentally, it can be very sort of abstract and like giving it concrete definition. Yeah, it's just kind of a have some really fun like dreams that way that's a good point <laughs> yeah well i hope you'll take it as a compliment that i think a lot of your music is like that like it's like really like narrative focused it seems from the outside and it, it has that like i could imagine taking a nap to like rise of the obsidian or something really that <laughs> like, album's pretty it's pretty heavy <laughs> it is there's just something about the i don't know something about the melodies and then i don't know it's it's hard to describe man but it's it's i it it makes me think of the floors jelly soundtrack because um oh uh, recently i just saw it on youtube in their comments and stuff and people were saying oh i love the music uh uh you know i i use it to go to sleep and then someone else put i was about to fall asleep to the soundtrack once and then the music got all loud and intense and it woke me up really bad (laughs) 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 because it's like it it's really chill for like most of it and then it gets really really creepy Yep, yep, that and, happened uh, when I started trying to listen to soundtracks and it would be yeah. a rude awakening for sure. 
Like, don't go to sleep to the Shadow of the Hedgehog soundtrack. Probably not the best. No. no. Well, no. No, certainly not. <laughs> not a good idea. What might be a better idea, though, is probably wrapping up this podcast. All righty. Um, because we've all got places to be and things oh, to sure. do, um, even though we had quite a lovely chat. Um, so, Rich, thanks for coming out and hanging out with us. It was very fun. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. It was fun to shoot the breeze. Yeah, of course. Um, so, let's see here. You should probably go to whalesandwhales.com. Yeah. And I'll just be scrolling down my notes. <laughs> if you want to find more train station at eight stuff, we're on whalesandwhales.com. Yeah. Um, we're also on iTunes. Um, we've gotten a few re- reviews so far, which have been delightful. Um, so we would super duper appreciate, maybe even uber super duper appreciate um, any reviews you'd like to leave for us there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely helps us out, and it's fun to read them as well. Um, sure, and also. <laughs> <laughs> That guest you had on yeah. was the best. <laughs> oh, you're talking to the audience. You're not talking to me right now. Yeah, that would be the... No, no, we're not that... Okay. Uh, right now, we're addressing the audience. We, <laughs> I love that idea that we give okay, all these yeah. plugs to our guests every week. Yeah, please. Right, right. please I changed my mind. Please I'm not, I'm not go out I'm not going to leave a review anymore. I <laughs> Good. Yeah, that would, that, would, that would put our morality into question. <laughs> Um, if out there, if you want to leave a review, if you like the show, um, feel free to leave a review. That would be great. Um, otherwise, uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter. We like talking to people there. It's fun. Um, am I missing anything, Brian? Is that pretty um, much it for our plugs? For me, you can find me on Twitter at Lord Meldor. That is L-O-R-D-M-E-L-D-O-R-R. And also uh, check out Hearthaholics, which is a Hearthstone podcast I run with some friends of mine. Um, where mm-hmm. every week we talk about Hearthstone and how we can get better at it, and other different mm-hmm. strategic everyman topics in the world of Hearthstone. So yeah, uh, you can check us out at whalesandwhales.com, and we'll be right up there on the front page. Uh, it's going really well so far. Great reception to it, and I'm very happy with our output. So I'm looking forward to doing more of that. That's awesome. I'm I'm kind of a an adrift uh, Hearthstone fan. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the game, but I just haven't put the time into it. Um, you guys put a pretty good show together. Thank you. I like it. Um, I mean, I get lost every once in a while um, because I don't know what any of the new cards yeah, if are. Nothing else. If you don't <laughs> want to hear us talking about it for an hour every week, just look up uh, for the theme song that Andres, one of my co-hosts, did for us. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like a rock uh, electronic remix of the Hearthstone theme. And he did a fantastic job on it. So. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hearthaholics is, is the newest show on whalesorwhales.com yeah. um, and just doing really well so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have nothing to do with it, <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't have any correlation. Um, so, Rich, what do you have going on? Anything you'd like to plug to the world? Sure. Or at least the small subsect of the world listening? Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, right now I'm, I'm working on Mini Metro, which is on Steam Early Access. Uh, it's a game about. Uh, managing a train system. You, you build subways and uh, try to get passengers from A to B, and it's a lot of fun, and it's pretty it's pretty zenned out. And uh, there will be a really unusual procedural music system in the game very shortly, so stay tuned okay. for that. That's great. I will stay tuned for that. Right on. Uh, great. Well, then I guess that wraps up our show, folks. Yep. Um... Unless, unless you had anything else, Rich, I don't want to cut you off. Um, yeah, sure. My uh, my Twitter is disasterpiece, and uh, all of my music is available on my website, which is disaster.pizza. <laughs> so mm-hmm. don't we've established. don't forget that. And uh, yeah, have a most excellent day. All right, that, that's good. <laughs> that's good advice for everyone yep. at any point in their lives. Have a most excellent day, everyone. And we'll yeah. I'm Have the most day. excellent day, which means every day after this day will not be as excellent. Yeah, you're always going to look back on this day with longing. <laughs> oh. Well, this got depressing. All of a sudden, we'll, we'll be here next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye.